Greetings and welcome to the Peer Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludum. It is time to bring the orange with two special guests today from our Flashblade business unit. I'm thrilled to have you both and carve out some time because I know how busy it is. Amy Fowler, our VP of Flashblade Strategy and Solutions, and Bish Mishra, Director of Flashblade Product Marketing. Welcome, both of you. Thank you, Rob, for having us. Hey, Rob. Nice to be here. Yeah, Bish, we got you in the office, so that's kind of fun. Amy with her really fancy, nobody can see it, but uh, the lovely background, the, the really fancy wallpaper that I love that is in the office that I get to see quite frequently. Well, Amy, how are we holding up? I think by the time that we release this episode, we will have been able to announce and launch the new Flashblade S. It's been such a journey, but uh, how are you feeling about everything? It has been a journey. I think I've, I think I'm at that point in the marathon where maybe I kind of see the finish line and I've got a second wind and, you know, th thrive on the, thrive on the chaos and the stress of these final few weeks, because I know that what is going out the door is just, you know, really fantastic for our customers, for the company, for our partners. So, uh, I'm feeling great about it. I love that you're feeling great. Yes. We're at that 22 mile mark. I think from the one time I ran a marathon, it was, around 22 miles when you get that second win. So maybe that's that's about where we are. I also love that we we started really early in this whole planning process. We've really put a lot of thought and effort into into the launch. Bish, how's your how's your state of mind? How are you holding up with everything? Uh, couldn't be more excited. I mean, not very far too often you don't get an opportunity to launch a product which is so compelling, so differentiated. So being able to bring an awesome technology to the market is really, really exciting. So looking forward to some awesome reactions and can't wait to be able to talk about it externally. Absolutely. And it is challenging as well, given that we're just about a week out from Accelerate, although that seems to be a wonderful time to share this great news. And I love that you mentioned that, Bish. Launching a product should be the most exciting thing that we, not only as marketeers, but also as a company do. And we're certainly treating this Flashblade S launch as such. Amy, how, how far back does this go? I mean, we've had you on the podcast before and we've talked the history of Flashblade and its origins, but take us back a little bit into how we architected the plan for this product and, and how long has that process been going? Well, I think the, the plan for the product in terms of the hardware design and the things that we would do in the software to uh, optimize the software design and start actually disaggregating some components in the software to take advantage of this new hardware. I mean, that, that's been in the works for from a whiteboard and conceptual perspective really for years. Yeah. Um, now that's the part of the house I'm not as involved in until it starts getting shaped up and we start seeing how we're going to talk about it. But I can say, I remember in March of last year, starting to map out and outline what are all of the work streams that need to get put in place in order to get this, you know, successfully out the door in terms of how it's positioned externally to the market, how we introduce it to our partners and enable them on it. And of course, how we make it seamless from an operational perspective internally so that it can be, you know, cleanly ordered and shipped and our sales teams know what to do. So I guess, uh, yeah, we're about 16 months into these, uh, into these work streams and massive smart sheets. And, um, you know, I just couldn't be prouder of the extended team that's been working on this. They've done a fantastic job. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned all the organization that's gone behind it because I and others have been part of many launches at this company and you know, launches go pretty well, but in terms of the organization and just you know setting up the work streams and who was gonna do what, it, it really has been somewhat seamless. I know there's probably some churn in the back end and things like that, but it's all really coming together, which culminates with Bish, with, with the ability to go and, and shout some great news, but it's also Bish not about it's not about just that point in time, it's about what we do after. So what are you excited about relative to announcing this, but then what happens after that point in time at, at Accelerate when, when we do the announce? So once we have uh, the announcement at Accelerate LA, we are continuing to have a ton of efforts, not only in terms of engaging our partners and our customers, as well as on all of the different avenues uh, uh, that we have available. We continue the journey by going in on the Accelerate Roadshow in EMEA. So the goodness doesn't stop at LA, it's just the beginning. And as the for the rest of the year, we will have continue ongoing events that would be promoting not only the awesomeness that is Flashblade S, but all of the other solutions and areas and outcome that it will help our customers to really drive meaningful outcome in their business. And I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about the, that. For sure, yeah, I've woven that into to the talk track today because that's really important. It really is about what, what, what experience that we can drive for customers and Flashblade has always been providing those differentiated outcomes in the file and the unstructured space. And of course we, you know, we refer to unified fast file and object for this solution, but it's really going to augment our ability to, to make positive impacts for customers. I'd love to dig in a little bit just into, you know, at a, at a reasonably high level into the improvements into some of the, the innovations that, that we brought out, as I mentioned, we're still maintaining, you know, the value of what we can deliver to, to these unstructured and file workloads. But Amy, there's been some architectural changes that, that are gonna be manifested in, in the new platform. Can you give folks a, a highlight of what you view as what's significant about what, what changes relative to the architecture? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's it's named Flashblade S, and of course, one of the first questions that comes up is, great, what does the S stand for? And of <laughs> right. course, uh, speed, scalability, and simplicity come to mind, which are things that we've been delivering for years. But one of the areas that we're really doubling down on here that ties back directly to the architecture is the sustainability element of it. Mm. And that sustainability of it, of element of it comes from the efficiency we get out of this new architecture. And some of the ways we get that efficiency and a lot more you know, flexibility as well for our customers is that we've gone from a bladed model where each blade has both the compute and the capacity effectively welded to it, right? They're, they're absolutely tied to the blade. And we've disaggregated that compute and that capacity. And that enables us to do two things. Number one, we can offer blades that have different amounts of compute to hit different performance points. Uh, number two, we are uh, leveraging our direct flash module technology. Uh, the direct flash technology itself was first conceived of and introduced actually in Flashblade, but the modularity element of it in the form of these direct flash modules was introduced several years ago into Flash Array, and we're pulling that back over. 
so that you have now, you know, both the compute flexibility and modularity of, you know, multiple different kinds of processors we could use. In this case, S200 and S500 are the initial two models. Each blade with either of those processors can now have uh, between one and four direct flash modules, and those can be either 24 or 48 terabytes. We've also uh, made all of the networking, made enhancements to all of the internal networking. So again, modular, flexible, and ultimately uh, the future-proof nature of this new FlashBlade S architecture is just, you know, it's, it's, I'd say it's unparalleled in the industry, except for uh, in the form of Flash Array, right? right. So um, that's a pretty good place for us to be. Well, you know, siblings, right? Um, good, to, good to emulate those kinds of things. Uh, Bish, I, I'm interested in you and I have had discussions on this previously, but what what is that capacity and performance scaling, you know, it, however customers, what, what does that unlock for users and customers, right? The ability to, to ramp up one versus the other, depending on needs. How does that relate to various workloads and how is that going to be important for, for folks that are deploying? So Amy talked about the disaggregation of right. the storage element and the compute element. So what that really translates into is customers don't have to be tied to a specific performance capacity curve for their workload. So they have the ability of configuring the system to meet their specific workload requirement while having the peace of mind and the future-proof capability of being able to evolve over time as their workload changes. So that's really possible because of the disaggregation that is built into FlashBlade S, as well as the modularity of the components that, that's available right now. Yeah, I love the, the message just around flexibility. And you make a great point because a lot of the workloads in the space that we're serving do change over time, right? There are times when you see a need for more performance, you know, just more raw performance to be able to access data. And there's other times where capacity is, is much more important. And I, I love that, you know, people aren't locked into something. There's the ability to kind of scale up and down depending on what is needed or requirement. And, and Amy, I want to go back to a comment that you made relative to that fourth S, right? That, that sustainability that's become such a big thing for Pure when we look into Evergreen and what we've done over time relative to the sustainability message. And of course it's, you know, it's great altruistically, but also sustainability has, has really great uh, outcomes relative to just saving money and cost. And we've now got some, some innovations relative to, to Evergreen that we're now applying to S. Um, share a little bit about, about the implications for Evergreen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the, the disaggregation, the modularity we talked about, it really enables kind of like Bish described, right? Like our customers are not bound to a curve. And so over time, as they either demand different levels of performance, we introduce new capabilities in terms of performance, uh, or we introduce new densities in terms of drive capacities and capabilities. Uh, there's just the ability to, you know, from a data in place, non-disruptive perspective, take advantage of those new capabilities and, you know, only implement the ones that make sense in your environment. So really, you know, the idea of you don't have to throw the whole thing out just because your performance demands have increased or your capacity demands have, have increased. And you might want to, for example, you know, go from 
a chassis full of 24 terabyte blades to someday in the future, if we had a hundred terabyte direct flash modules, maybe you want to continue to maintain your very small footprint and increase that, increase that density. And, you know, now we're only, again, we're only replacing the components that need to be replaced, not throwing an entire chassis out. So there's that e-waste kind of consideration, but the other dimension of this that I, I didn't really hit on as much is that if you start looking at metrics like uh, IOP per terabyte per watt, right, which really becomes uh, for a lot of organizations, especially as they get larger, a pretty big gating factor. It's, it's actually that watt. You know, I've got a certain power envelope and I need to fit a particular amount of both capacity and performance in that power envelope. And this is an area in which uh, Flashblade S uh, is really leapfrog the rest of the market with the introduction of, you know, both the, the new architecture, the new controllers that are inside of it, uh, as well as uh, new levels of kind of internal efficiency that we're achieving. So that's another big contribution to the sustainability value proposition that we're delivering here. Yeah, space power and cooling. And I think a lot of these three-dimensional metrics are becoming far more important for organizations. And as you mentioned, the, the scale, right? We're looking at enterprises that are looking to scale. And as you as you go up that curve, if you're incurring much more demands on power and, and you have you know space considerations, if we can solve some of those with some really great metrics that are above the competition, uh, then, then we're going to do really well. On performance, Bish, and you and I have talked about this, what do you see about performance that gets you excited, right? We're talking fast here. We are talking about blazing fast here and fast, which has the uh, capacity of becoming faster seamlessly in future as well. Uh, right at launch, we will have the platform which will be delivering more than 2x the performance of the original Flashblade platform. But I think the important thing to note is what Amy was talking about. It's not just about fast, it's about being fast efficiently. So when you're talking about performance, it's about the IOPS per rack unit or IOPS per terabyte or the bandwidth per terabyte. Think of, these are the metrics that not only does Flashblade S deliver blazing fast performance, it delivers blazing fast performance in a seamless, efficient manner using an all QLC architecture. And that's what it's all about. And we are and have created ways for you to, the listener, to go and explore, right, some of these metrics. And of course, make sure to check out our sustainability reports that we published back in February as well. Um, I, I want to shift gears towards use cases because Flashblade has a really long and successful history of solving problems in the solution space. And, you know, not surprising that, that I'm shifting my focus to solutions, given what I look after. But um, use cases, Amy, I'll, I'll start with you. Right on the heels of Bish's comment about performance with efficiency, I assume we're going out the door being able to help folks restore even faster, right? And and when they need to with those valued alliance partner solutions that we have for backup and recovery. Great, a great place for Flashblade S still, I would assume. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that increased density is particularly key uh, for especially that rapid restore type use case because that is the metric that that matters these days, right? I mean, yes, you need to back up, but 
as we've unfortunately seen this rise in scenarios where you might need to restore tens to hundreds of terabytes because of something like a ransomware attack, um, you know, speed to restore is king. And we can continue to deliver on those exceptional and, and even improved restore metrics uh, that we've been working with our alliance partners on for the past few years, and then take it to the next level. And the solutions uh, architect team has been hard at work for the past few months working with our uh, you know, early release beta type systems uh, so that we can come out of the doors having really revalidated and proven that all of the same rapid restore solutions that we've been offering for the past several years are also compatible with and supported by the leading data protection vendors that we partner with. So that's, uh, you know, I think that's a great thing that we're able to, to deliver that on day one. No, super exciting that that is available on day one. And it is incredible to me because we, we already tout such a really fast rate of restore. I mean, I, I, I know one of the reps that's in the, in the Southeast kind of jokingly one time asked me if we could make t-shirts that said nothing on the bleeping planet restores faster than a flash blade. He, he actually came to me and I was like, well, that'd be kind of fun to make those, but, but I get where you're coming from. Uh, it is amazing now that we're going to be able to go out with even more restore and Bish for, for those customers that are going to encounter ransomware, right. And Amy alluded to it, being able to recover really quickly um, and having the, the capability of safe mode snapshots just becomes a, a huge benefit. So it's not just restore for the sake of restore, but you know you've got a problem, you've got an outage, you've got your data that you know that that needs to be recovered from a ransomware attack. Now you can do it even faster and stay online, and that equals uh, savings, right? That that that, that saves you money. Absolutely. And one of the things I think we need to take a step back when we think about Flashblade S, we also looked at what do customers really love about Flashblade. It's incredibly simple. It has a rich set of data services. It's enterprise ready with features such as safe mode snapshots. And Flashblade S really builds on that and provides incremental value to the customers while ensuring that all of the capabilities that customers love and trust about Flashblade are available on the system. And the safe mode is just a great example. We have helped hundreds and thousands of customers address this huge challenge in the market and Flashblade is just builds on that and provides the same safe mode capabilities that they have trusted on Flashblade for years right now. So. Same ransomware protection, potential for much better densities, much higher and flexible restore speeds to meet their business goals. So Flashplay, this is uh, for if, if you're looking for ransomware remediation or just rapid restore, it's a win-win-win for you. Yeah, and everybody out there, if you're using Flashblade or you're going to look at investing in the S, please, please use safe mode, right? We're seeing, we're seeing increase, <laughs> increased adoption about that. I saw some stats the other day that, that uh, the, that, that being turned on is ticking up. And of course, in Pure One, we had a podcast a, a month or two ago where that's going to be on by default going forward. But if you got it, use it. There's no performance, uh, performance degradation, and it, it provides you that just that extra layer of immutable snapshots. And uh, if you want to learn more about it, find any of the pods that I've done with Andrew Miller in the past, and he goes into great detail. But on the heels of Restore, there's one other solution case that uh, is 
near and dear to my heart and, and our team, our, our good friend, Nate Anton's partners with you. And we just brought Calvin in to, to do AI, but Amy analytics and AI, probably one of the fastest growing workload spaces that we see out there. I mean, I saw a recent report from one of the analysts out there and investment in analytics and AI right now is just about superseding investment that companies are making in security. This is a really exciting space and S brings the same levels of performance and value for analytics. It, it really does. And I think that, that, uh, that, quest for uh, quest for insights out of the data that everyone is collecting and the desire for faster timed insights just you know it's it's almost unquenchable right? Right. and it's interesting I actually just saw something uh, I was reading the other day about you know a recent um, a recent POC we did and this is actually on our current flash blade for a large uh, you know data lake environment where they were trying to move towards actually you know using all of their data. And in comparison to their other object storage, they were running queries that uh, they went from taking 10 hours to taking 40 seconds. Oh, wow. So think about that. And, and that's, on our, that's on our current platform. And we're making these really significant performance leaps in Flashblade S. So yes, e extremely relevant on both fronts. And you know, as we look at almost continuum from different types of analytics into, you know, I, I would consider it almost the, you know, the most um, aggressive type of analytics, which is you go full on into, you know, machine learning and, and, uh, and AI. Um, and of course, then we get into places where combination of ingest speed of the greater and greater amounts of data that you want to use as you're doing that, that deep learning and, um, the other, uh, steps in the AI pipeline that then require, you know, very high levels of performance, you know, Flashblade S is perfectly suited for that. And, and I kind of know your next question is probably going to be about anything we're doing with NVIDIA. Yes, I was, well, yes, you, you <laughs> anticipated really well, because that's a really important uh, part of it. But I, I will plug, right? So for, if you want to learn more about that space, we have a, a, a great set of sessions that have been delivered in Accelerate by the time that we publish this. And we're leaving the platform up to consume the uh, the, the pre-recorded content. So we cover the you know, solutions that we do with some of our valued partners like Splunk, like Elastic. Uh, we've got sessions that are around security ops analytics, IT ops analytics, just general log and, and working with data pipelines. And then I think Miroslav's even doing some things around you know, AI ops and, and machine learning. So we're really covering the gamut going from, from end to end. Any area that you could be investing in for analytics and AI, we will cover. And let's not forget, Amy, great plug. The check is in the mail, right? What we're doing with <laughs> what we're doing with NVIDIA is super important because we've we've invested in and, and been promoting the, the AI ready infrastructure, ARI, A-I-R-I. And now we get an ARI S version as well. That is super exciting that a whole bunch of people on my team have been collaborating with your team on, on delivering to market and, and really reinvigorating that partnership with NVIDIA. So Amy, I will give you the follow-up question. Uh, <laughs> how, is, how is it looking with, with NVIDIA and ARI? I'm super excited, right? That that we're gonna we're gonna put a shot in the arm and, and put S in this. It's going to be great. Yeah, I just, I think there's just uh, so much synergy in terms of our, you know, our two organizations and how we develop our technology and a lot of the, you know, the, the outcomes that we're able to deliver to customers, both from the standpoint of just being down a path of increasing performance, performance density, efficiency, et cetera, and being super committed to doing that in a way, especially together 
that doesn't sacrifice simplicity. Because as we see the types of AI projects get more and more enterprise focused, more and more practical, candidly, versus a few years ago, uh, there were there were probably a few more uh, science projects out there. Um, you know, these organizations they need something that can stand up and get their GPUs going fast, something that is a cookbook, it is predictable, and that provides them investment protection and seamless scalability over time, so that they can start small with you know a couple, one or two, you know, DGX A one hundreds and and a smaller flash blade, relatively smaller. We're still talking about you know tens or hundreds of terabytes, but uh, flash blade S, and then know that as their performance and or capacity demands grow, they can scale each of those respectively with both NVIDIA and Flashblade to meet those needs. And so, um, yeah, we are, we're, we're very, um, you know, very excited about this part of the launch and the feedback so far as we've, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, I just had a, I have a joint briefing right after this with, right. uh, with Tony Packaday at NVIDIA for, um, you know, for a, a media outlet. And so um, this is a big element of what we're bringing to market. Yeah, it's really, it's about eliminating or reducing some of those day zero and day one implementation challenges. And that's the whole, you know, the whole idea behind a joint, you know, validated and tested and proven platform so that we, you know, those science projects that you mentioned, we don't need people to go off and do science projects. You can just jump right into Aerie and focus on the things that really matter to your business, which is, you know, making your training models work faster and doing your AI and your, and your ML um, type of work and not have to worry about what cables to what and what fits where. So exactly. I'm, I'm super excited um, that, that we're getting Flashblade S in that and, and that you're talking Tony uh, out there as well, <laughs> such a great partner and he's fantastic as well uh, advocating for us, I guess on the, on that line, since I have you, and I know you do a bulk uh, you and Burr do a lot of the the analyst work, and, and maybe not too specific, but how, how's the analyst input and, and feedback been? I imagine you've been doing that for, for weeks, if not months now. We have been, well, we've been doing it for months because we always look to our analyst partners early to get their preliminary feedback. And, you know, they, they shape you know they're they're great collaborators and consultants for a lot of what we do, uh, but in the past few weeks, as this has gotten pretty solidified, and we're actually going to them and pre-announcing uh, under embargo what is going to be announced out in LA at Accelerate Tech Fest next week. Um, the feedback has been it's been really fantastic. It's been constructive in the sense that you know in earlier early conversations, candidly, they encouraged us to pull a lot of the efficiency and sustainability elements that we talked about, but we had them kind of middle or towards the end of the narrative. And they were like, you know what? This is something that your competition can't can't hold a candle to you on. You're so differentiated. They're not talking about it. And it really, really matters. So, you know, that was great constructive feedback to get. And so we've, you know, we've we've taken that and, and pulled it forward. And uh, you know, I'd say we're we're optimistic that as they publish their public feelings about this in the next few weeks that uh, everyone will get a sense of, of their perspectives. And, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty happy with it so far is all I can say. No, that's great. I look forward to reading some of the analysis that will come in the, in the weeks after the announce here. Bish, what about customers? I know you've been involved in the customer side and we've done a little bit of beta work and perhaps not mention specific names since, you know, that you never know how referenceable um, that folks are, but from a generic sense, what, what type of workloads have we been running with customers and what have they been seeing that you can talk about relative to some of the beta stuff? 
Yeah, so we have had some really successful betas. Uh, again, like you said, I don't know if I can take names on the podcast, but I will say some of them are already speaking uh, about their experience at Accelerate. So if you haven't checked out the different sessions and the keynote, just make sure you hear their words right from their mouth. Uh, in terms of uh, your question around workloads, it has ranged uh, at a wide level. I mean, anything from high-performance computing, rapid restore uh, use cases. We have had customers test out uh, a variety of uh, workloads in them. The feedback has been uh, nothing short of amazing. We have uh, received feedback on how the levels of performance have been anything beyond what they have expected. The ability of them pushing the system by consolidating more and more demanding workloads to see what the system was capable of and being pleasantly surprised, all while remaining really simple and the idea that it can scale both in capacity and performance has been amazing and the fact that it addresses some of their challenges when it comes to power efficiency in their data center has been an added plus the best way i can summarize this experience is what a customer told me was uh, when we have a beta system we expect some challenges this was one of the most seamless and uneventful beta that we ever ha had. And the fact that it, the results were amazing, this was a nothing burger. And as odd as it sounds, she meant it in the most complimentary way. And, and the summary of the takeaway here was like, this was a production ready system that I'm ready to buy. Why do I have this as a beta system? And I'll take that as a, comp, uh, as a compliment and as a customer feedback every single day of the year. So no, that's, a, that's a great testament and, and also a great testament and compliment just to, to the engineering teams, right? For, you know, because you're right, a lot of times, you know, alphas and, and betas that you put out are, are mostly finished or kind of finished, but, you know, please take this and go test it and just tell us some things so that we feel good. But when you get something into somebody's hands that they're ready to say, yeah, let's, let's move forward. I'm ready to, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that customer is saying, can I keep this thing? Right. You know, can, <laughs> can I hold on to it and, and keep using it, which is a great segue to what I wanted to close with, which is Amy back to you. Kind of all those logistics details relative to the rollout and you talked really early on that's why i started with you just about you know how long this has been in the planning and the development and the definition and and you know so many engineering hours that have been put in and operations side but uh what's it look like once we hit the launch announce relative to you know availability and rollout of the platform so the s200 will be uh will be available to order at launch effectively. So we'll start shipping it just a, a few weeks later. And, and that S200 from both a performance and capacity perspective, because you know, again, we're, we're getting two and a half times the total usable capacity in a single chassis of what we've gotten today. Um, that can actually address, you know, in their neighborhood of about 85% of the workloads that we've been addressing with our current flash blade um, today. And then just a couple months later, we will start shipping the S500. So, uh, you know, more details to come on that front, but we will be able to provide 
uh, pricing, like not to exceed pricing, all the details of all of it on day one. We're just going to have a phased shipment release with S200 coming out, you know, very, very imminently after the announcement and S500 just a couple months behind. Super exciting. Well, Bish, what other areas? I know we, we invest in a lot of information that we can provide. And I know we have all the various collaterals and things, but what about for folks that want to experience this? Do we have demos out there, test drives? I know uh, my, my our competitive team has been working on some, some calculators and things, but what's just summarize for everybody what's gonna be available to go out and experience and explore Flashblade S. So some of the at launch, you will have plenty of uh, information available at purestorage.com slash flashblade. Uh, you'll find a ton of information, analyst reports, TCO tools, all of the typical assets that you would uh, expect uh, from a product launch, but also be on the lookout for a lot of other goodness that we will be quickly following up. Test drive will follow really, really quickly for customers who want to experience. And for customers who aren't going to be able to make it to LA or one of the regional roadshow, just make sure you go out and uh, check out the 3D demo of the platform that will also be available. So just look for uh, the 3D demo of Flashblade S and you should be able to find that if you can't find it from our website, but a lot more information coming in really, really quickly. Test Drive is, uh, will be available in the next few weeks. Super exciting. And of course, as always, you can reach out to your valued partner rep or your pure AE and SE team to inquire with them as to how you can experience Flashblade S and explore further what we have to offer. Uh, well done, you two. I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, you know, I've been at the company four and a half years now, and this is one of the most exciting points in time, I think, for me, and, and certainly I know probably for, for both of you and the extended team. So, you know, job well done. Thanks for carving out a little bit of time. Amy, any, anything you want to summarize to take us home just about the excitement here? I, I guess the only thing I was thinking as you were talking just now, Rob, is just what a just what a, uh, a massive team effort that it has yeah. been, whether that's cross-functionally inside of the Flashblade business unit across the, and the platform business unit as well, candidly. And gosh, now that I'm saying it, even you know, the DX business unit as we introduce new, um, you know, new levels of uh, pure as a service, formerly known as pure as a service, now mm -hmm. evergreen right. one, um, right. you know, offerings uh, across engine product. And, you know, of course, you know, vicious product marketing team, et cetera. And then with, all of the corporate marketing team to help us get this publicly out the door in the next few weeks. So um, it's just been a, a, you know, a, a fun and challenging and exciting learning experience for a ton of people who've been had their, have their fingerprints on this and you know, can't, can't wait for it to be out there in the world. And like Bish said, I think earlier, it'd be so nice to be able to talk about it uh, with people outside of the company soon. So exactly. No, that's going to be the exciting part. Yeah. Bish, go ahead. I'm saying, Rob, the good thing is this is the last scale-out platform you'll ever need. So the good thing is we won't have to do it again anytime soon. You stole one of the lines I wanted to close with. That's almost like a Kevin Rickson line, right? The yeah. last, the last scale. I was I had that in my personal notes here. You got it. No, oh, I'd rather have it coming from you than from the talking head guy behind the microphone. No, it is. It is the last scale-out platform that uh, that you'll ever need. And Amy, I, I love the kudos that you gave. That you really. You, you really hammered home the best of what we do here at Pure collaboratively and across different groups and teams and, and certainly 
with our partner teams as we go forward, because the job is not just done at day zero when we launch. It's all about the fun that we're going to have for the next six months to a year and even beyond that, Bish, right, is the last platform that you'll ever need. So I'm excited for getting this out, Amy, as you said, being able to talk about it publicly when we've pretty much just been keeping it under our vest. Now we get to go out and trumpet the great news and then work with customers and partners to solve all the really big problems that are out there around unstructured and file. Hey, thank you both for, for coming on to the pod today. Love to have this chat and uh, maybe we'll see you See you next week in LA, huh? Uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in Thanks passing. Thanks for having us, Rob. In, in passing, probably. In just passing. Wave, yeah, exactly. I'll just wave at you as other. I'm walking from one thing to the other. But for listeners out there, right, if you can't make it out to LA, please do check out the online catalog of information. It is chock full of both solutions and product info on Flashblade S. And also, as Bish cleverly mentioned, please keep an eye out for the accelerate on the road, the road shows that are happening. We've got tens and tens of locations. And a lot of that is going to be focused around letting you hear more about Flashblade S uh, in person with pure experts. So check one of those out at a city close to you. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Pure Report. Please keep sending in the feedback and comments. You can reach us at purereport at purestorage.com. And we'll keep the great guests like Amy and Bish coming on to the program. With that, we'll wrap for Pure Storage. Amy Fowler, Bish Mishra, this is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back, something might be getting on you. Now.